season four time. Welcome back, everybody, to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned. Welcome to the premiere episode of season four. My name is John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host. Saul Thompson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Saul, where can they find you on Instagram? Oh, uh, it's at Saul Thompson. You will soon find that I messed it up in our guest episode this week that we have already recorded. Mm -hmm. But He's predicting the future. I may be predicting the future there. Um, (laughs) Anyways, welcome back, everybody. It's been a week and a half since we've recorded this podcast. We're very excited to be back. We hope that you're excited, too, if you're listening to this episode. And um, we're looking forward to a great season. We've got a great guest episode coming up on Thursday. We've got a couple other excellent guests ready to record in the next couple of weeks. And we're super excited for the fourth season. This will be, this season will have both the 100th episode and the year anniversary of pair of Kings. You know, the exact day it is the 29th, which I think is later this week. Yep. I thought, okay. Cause I, I saw like, um, you know how Instagram does like the, on this day, one year ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we had recorded an episode and we were sitting on had it. it released. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think we, we were like, let's get the hype rolling for absolutely no one because the only listens on the, that episode when it released were our friends who we asked to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Dom Choi. I think the one dude who actually listened. The OG. Thank you, Dom. The real OG. For believing in us from the very beginning. Uh, But we're super excited. This is episode 92 of the Pair of Kings podcast, which is crazy to think about. Um, All things considered, like we thought this was going to be a once a week, 20 minute segment where we talked about sneaker releases. And now it's weird if we don't record for an hour and a half. That it is. Yeah. It's like, it's strange. That one was rushed. Um, but, (laughs) but Hey, we're really excited to be back in the stew recording, um, making memes, Saul, just killing it on the TikTok game. Me remembering TikTok exists. Did you? Oh my God. Check, check the page. So for context, I was bored and I, I heard this sound and I was like, Oh, I mean, I guess I can do something like that, you know, with this, I guess I can make an absolute classic. It, it wasn't even a class. Like I, whoa! I heard this. I know. I, I I heard the sound. So basically, with the TikTok, I go back and forth on putting it on a business account. So I post a video because it will restrict what you can post based on if you're a business account or not. Because um, uh, you can't use copyrighted music on a business account. Okay. Um, but you can't have a link in your bio if you're a personal account. So what I'll do is I will hopefully, not hopefully, I will post a video and then instantly switch over to a business account. So if people are like, what is this? They'll go and they'll, you know. And they can find our podcast. Yeah. I think, funny. I, I hope it's I know it's we have the link pasted in the bio, 
I but no one's going to type that. that up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I remember, I remember when I made it, I was like, why isn't this a hyperlink? Why can't you click this? Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's a, it's an, it's a journey, you know, TikTok yeah. has been something that Saul has learned much quicker than I have, but it, it's fun. We got to get you on it. We got to get I, you on it. I'm always like, I'll have a motivation. I'm like, you know, I'm going to become a TikTok creator for the podcast. And then I make one get like secondhand embarrassment watching it a hundred times over to make sure it looks good. You can't watch it. You just have to send it off. That seems to be the the way to do it because I fell into the trap of like, Oh no, I messed this up. Should I take it down? And then the answer is no, obviously, but second guessing is a, is an all time classic. You're not wrong, but saw let's start this season off the pair of Kings way. Can we get a fit check? Yes, John, I, I dressed up for the podcast. Um, huge. Huge. Um, I'm wearing a pair of um, like season one throwbacks, Studio Dardison. Um, what? God damn it. This is their 40th anniversary? I forgot. Yeah, my... 40th anniversary gold denim. These aren't right? the golds. These Not the golds? The golds. These, are the, these are the OGs. Wow. The, uh, the V1s busted them out to uh, huge. To, to, take them for another spin they've gotten some really good fading on them uh i'm gonna i'm gonna stand up and show john but all right we'll be able to see fade cam i'll describe it to the audience it is dim lighting so right now it looks like a pair of black jeans yep no they're completely um, black no fade I, I <laughs> as i was doing that and i was like yeah no that's not gonna work uh maybe i'll send a picture i'm sure they were excellent thank you but yeah, um, so I've got those on. I have a uh, basic Uniqlo shirt, um, just the basic, literally, Uniqlo basics. Um, I, I don't know quite what else to say. Those things are great. Um, can't speak enough good about basic Uniqlo. They last for quite a long time, and yeah. they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. As far as like fast fashion goes, you're going to get a lot of wear out of Uniqlo stuff. Yeah. Like, I've never had a piece from them and been like oh this is totally worn out it's either donatable or you just keep wearing it yeah and then on top i have a rep um fake capital fleece um maybe one day i'll have the real one but i can't justify it to myself or my wallet spending what is it 890 dollars if it's from an american store it's going to be at least a g yeah but those things are pricey and they have the ice blue one now yeah, I don't well, like the ice blue one. You could just dip little... dye your normal one if you wanted the ice blue. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll maybe I'll do like a, a green on this one. Ooh, that'd be cool. Just roll around in fresh cut grass. Yeah, I've I've burned through it already, basically. I uh one of the pockets is destroyed. My dog Yeah, you um, wear was... that quite a bit, that one. Yeah. I wear mine was... a good amount too. My dog was scared of a fire and he crawled inside the my jacket and then tried to go inside the inner pocket and bursted the, the seam. <laughs> now so, it's reversible too have you ever worn it reversed i have yeah i don't okay. like it reversed it looks, it a little looks weird, weird to me there. when i when i reverse it it's it doesn't make sense to my you put that thing do you put that thing down flip it and reverse it yes just plain and simple absolutely nice. um but great fits all thank I'll, you i'll blast through mine real quick i have a pair of Poddenstock 2.0s, the 2021s on foot, pair of Birkenstock Bostons that I acquired during the holiday season and have been 
slowly breaking in. Uh, great news, everyone. I found the pod and stock 1.0s. <laughs> uh, they were lost for a couple of weeks, aka I just literally did not check one of the two places they would be, and they were in the other place. Nice. Um, but that was exciting. It's like seeing an old friend for the first time in a while. Um, but on the feet, I have a pair of Studio to Artisan Indigo dyed socks with the little pig embroidered on them. Um, I have a pair of Capital Cisco jeans, dark indigo, raw denim. No sick fades yet, uh, just some minor fades around like when I take the belt off, like the friction of the the back of the leather on the the belt loop area of the jeans is turning a nice light blue. I think the cutest text I ever got from anybody ever was John showing me a, a little <laughs> corner of one pocket had faded slightly. He was like, it was crazy. So you have to see Sick this. Fades. Dude, I got a fade. Oh my God. I was like, John, this is adorable. Hey, I was very excited because I wore these for like two months and mm-hmm. zero color change. But then one yeah. of the back pockets finally started some minor wear. So they've lasted a, I mean, they still feel like they could be brand new as far as mm-hmm. the, just the, the build quality of these jeans. They are sturdy. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Saw they're getting sturdy with it. They can are you, you sturdy as can be um, getting sturdy. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a, it's a dance. You, you stomp your foot. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Just, just to hit it with a, with a couple stomps. We're good. Okay. Cool. There we go. I am now a dance trend influencer. Yeah. Um, I have a belt from Studio to Artisan on as well. Natural leather belt. A t-shirt from my alma mater, Michigan State University. This was my graduation t-shirt and it has the name of every graduate from the class on it. And it looks like a solid block of text you if you were like 10 feet away you would not be able to tell what it was but when you're like an inch away from the shirt you can read tiny little names of all of my classmates who i've never met in my life because i think like coming in in when i was a freshman there was like ten thousand in my class so there's a lot of a lot of students can i ask you a uh, sort of serious question as somebody who's graduated and has perspective on this sure do you feel like you found your people at in college yeah um yeah i had a really close group of friends but funny this is kind of funny we all went to the same high school but wait really a lot of us like we weren't friends in high school and we kind of met each other in college okay which is a little strange. I, I mean, I did have very close friends who I didn't go to high school with, but like okay. a big amount of my core group of friends, we all went to the same high school, which was- How, how big was your high school? I feel like I knew everybody in my grade in my high school. I, uh, well, this is from like other grades, like my brother's oh, grade. Oh, oh, oh. So like my senior year, my friend group consisted of myself, one of my best friends from high school who also went to state. Um, and then like two girls- who he kind of knew through cross country who I, I knew one of them a bit. And then the other one, I didn't know at all. And then my brother and then two guys uh, who we all knew a little bit, one of whom was a brother of one of the girls and then his roommate who also went to our high school. And then we, we kind of created this ragtag really close group of friends, um, especially by the end of my time at state. And it was, it was great. Um, That's awesome. 
but I did have a lot of, a lot of pals uh, who were outside my school. Um, I had some good friends on the rugby team at Michigan state. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet a lot of those guys. They were a really fun bunch to be around and uh, just from classes and stuff too. I made really good mm-hmm. pals in my uh, advertising program. Um, but yeah, shout out to, to all the homies from MSU who have hopefully listened to this podcast out of confusion as to what John is doing with his life. What is that account in his Instagram bio? <laughs> but yeah, I hope that kind of answers the question. Yeah. Um, you haven't finished your fit check. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just oh gosh. Oh, I was on the t-shirt. And then yeah, aside from that, I have a pullover. I think it's from a golf course that I've never mm-hmm. been to. Um, it was my dad's. And ah. I think he was like, do you want this? And I said, yes. And what, then, uh, what golf course? It says Garland on the front. I think it might be a Michigan course or something. I don't know. I am not a golfer. Um, okay. But hey, we we be golfing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was searching in my head for a pun. There was nothing. You could say uh, I really, I really hit a bogey on that attempt. No, made a bogey. You don't hit a bogey. Maybe you don't. Student <laughs> world ranked golfer. You don't. That hit was a any pretty bogeys. cool time in my life, and then I fell off of a cliff in terms of skill. <laughs> Should have been playing Wii golf, man. Dude, I was a monster at Wii golf. How many hole in ones have you hit? <clears throat> I it's have you had actually, bang. Uh, I well, think clearly I've you've hit none because uh, I've had one in real life. I'm, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I too have played mini golf. Okay. How many That's, how many hole in ones did you have in mini golf? No, 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 no. In, in Wii golf, the one that matters. I don't know. Probably like three, maybe two or three, somewhere around there. So we're evenly matched as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I yeah. hit two or three. I didn't have any. There you go. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but there's like two holes where you can get a hole in one. In we go. Yeah. No, there's four, right? There are four par threes. I think and there's one par four that you some can of cut them a you can't hit a hole in one on though. Oh, like interesting. With the okay. wind or with the bend in the oh. course or something like that. And then Dude, you get the. I got, really, I got really into watching we golf speed runs. Speed runs. It's, it's so interesting. There's a dude that just he casually just goes and scores like a 26 out of nowhere. Yeah, they're dirty. What's this <laughs> night nitro? I don't know. I don't know my Wii Sports golf speedrunner names. Um, Pair of Kings Gaming Hour tangent. I beat Dark Souls a couple days ago for the first time nice. ever. Nice, nice, nice. One of my favorite games of all time. Because it's the game that required the absolute most focus of any video game I've ever played. Like you have to be paying attention in that game, which apparently I haven't done enough in games from the past because I just loved it. Take an Adderall and just rail Dark Souls. You finish that game in six minutes. I mean, people finish that game so fast. You can speed run it in under an hour, I guess. Um, But Hey, that if my first playthrough took 30 hours, which is apparently fast for first timers. Um, and then 
I immediately started new game plus and you can skip a bunch of bosses regardless. And I'm like halfway through the game and it's been like two hours. So are you now trying to like speed run? Are there things? No, that I just want to beat it again. Cause I just okay. love the game. Can you keep looping? Yep. You can keep okay. going at that character. I don't know if there's a cap, how many new games you could do, but I saw some YouTube thumbnail today that was dark souls three new game plus 100. So they'd beaten it 99 okay. other times on that right. file alone. Jesus. Uh, and you get to keep all your stuff and bro go outside <laughs> I, know. I know but that it was a great experience i beat every boss in my first playthrough um and i've skipped a bunch already up to this point in my nice. my second one but hey highly recommend anyone who hasn't played that game or is like scared to play that game because it's notoriously the hard video game just go for it it's a blast yeah but that has been Pair of Kings Gamer Hour. Um, time for I another. I got another tangent. There's this fucking company in Boston that has two um, Raph Simmons isolated heroes, or they have uh, an isolated heroes parka and a replicants parka. Okay. And they put it on this this auction site that I I frequent to see close, and they have a quote unquote floor bidder, right? So somebody who sits there and their only goal is to run up the price. Mm-hmm. They start the bidding at $200 and I've yet to find the price that they will not match. I've gone up to like $800, which honestly is, is too much for what it is. I was just trying to see what the floor bidder's cap was and he still matched me. So I think what I'm going to do is call tomorrow and be like, what the fuck? Like sell these to me for $400. I'm tired of this. I'm gonna Don't you know who I am? No, no, no. I'm not even going to drop that. I'm going to just be like, you are ridiculous. Where do you get off? Like, you're, you're selling this. They've listed it again. Every time it doesn't sell, they relist it on the site. It's someone who's like, who bought it and was like, oh, I'm sure I can get $800 for it. And it's just sweating every time. They have, only gets they have up to the, four. the price between 200 and 2,500. Nobody's paying $2,500 for it ever. I think people are really upselling the name Raph Simmons with the Redux stuff that the Redux stuff is terrible. It's oh my god! Insane. The, um, the Nebraska's. Oh my god! They're reselling a Nebraska hoodie for, or it's not even a hoodie; it's a crew neck, it's a right? Crew neck for like eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred, and people are buying it. Three mm-hmm. of them have sold at fifteen hundred dollars. Where did the Raph Redux? Where was it even stocked? Was it um, a ma- website no, or was matches. it was uh, okay. Selfridges? Uh, Dover Street Market had some stuff. It's weird because some of the pieces haven't released yet. Uh, That's kind of how it goes. Uh, like I think there's Rick stuff that comes out like halfway through the seasons, and yeah. I never know like what's coming out when. But it's it's really weird because you can get the the original stuff for less. But the Redux is more expensive. That yes. makes sense. Just I kidding. Mean, no, I mean, it, it kind of does. Like, it might be made better. It's got better materials, blah, 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 blah. But it's but like, like buying a original Corvette versus a kit car that is higher performance technically because it has a different engine in it. But, like, it's a different – it's not the same thing. I mean, the way I would describe it is, like, you're buying the, the Nike ID version of the dunks that you want. Yeah. Why yeah, you not just that's a good way to put it. Or you're like, you could buy a pair of original Jordan ones for less than a pair that got released this year. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that any day. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's it's just ridiculous. Like it doesn't make any sense. No, I, not at all. But hey, I get the fact that it was going to resell, but for what is it? Quadruple what was the price, retail right? for the uh, It was four seventy. I believe that's not that bad. No, I mean it's it's a nicely made sweatshirt. It's it's expensive. iconic piece. Iconic piece. Blah 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 blah. You it's go to Nebraska. Dust. It's a huge flex. But I I just don't get. Okay, it, the 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 goal of the collection was to make it more accessible, and then it feels like like bastardized. It's, you know what I it's mean? backwards from how it was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. But welcome to fashion, dude. I I hate I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> season four, the the season where John and Saul just go rogue and just hate fashion the whole time, dude. Let me buy my Raph Simmons Grails for not ridiculous prices. Like, uh, I'll pay three hundred dollars for a suit from two thousand and seven because that was a really cool collection. I have one here that's in a size forty six and it's the full suit, but that's cool. Yeah, is that? I was gonna say that's pretty small. A forty six. Yeah, I wear a forty eight. Okay, I'm a fifty, so that's yeah, that makes sense. Um, Saul, fashion news. We kind of went over some news. stuff. There was there was Raf Redux, Redux came out. Mm-hmm. Rick Converse, very Rick Converse. epic. Yeah. Um, we'll get into those in a bit, but uh, interesting turn of events. The Turbo Dorks have uh, been announced, and um, you think hey. those are going to resell? Resell? Yeah, Excuse yeah. Me. They'll go for like three hundred. I feel like. When are those releasing? God knows how much I don't know. I got on the text list just because I was like, I might get a pair and then try to flip them. Yeah. If if anything, you text I could see them shadow going to for something, like, right? Yeah, there's like some five digit number where you text it to. You can go on the Converse website and find it, but okay. um, or I'll just let you know after the pod. But mm-hmm. hey, the Rick Converse Ultimate Meta Shoe is coming. The Ramon. Do you think it was because he like saw the the memes i was like you know fuck it he's aware that they exist which is cool i know because i saw that live show him um i know tyrone tyrone shows him memes yeah um but yeah he's aware um who's the dude that's in our discord i'm forgetting his name um i can't remember because his i think his name in the discord is like an ig handle or something it's not his actual name I can't i'm remember. blanking on the name but tyrone dm'd him and was like Yo, yeah you make great stuff these are I've really funny tyrone please dm us for the validation that we make good content apparently we aren't I don't even on want the, the validation i just on that wanna, level yet i just want to say hi to tyrone yeah i want to um, ask him how he gets abs like that yeah i would also like to know um but yeah <laughs> the Rick converse are on the way Huge, uh, big news. Pair of Kings is back, season four. Huge Milan Fashion Week happened. A lot of shows, less huge um, than the pod coming back, but correct. You know. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of shows. Uh, Vetmont had like 170 looks in their show, half of them sucked. I hate to say it, but it was, it was just like I think it was like an overdone type beat, like it was supposed to be. Hey, we're gonna do a million different looks because it's funny. And you have to look through all of them. But I hate to say it. If you're doing a million different looks, you have to make a million different looks. You can't just be like, ah, yeah, I, we'll just throw a t-shirt on this guy and change the pants. Mm-hmm. There it is. There's there's a look. 
yeah that was it was a eh. um but there was some good stuff uh as far as Milan fashion week went mm-hmm. do you look at um the louis vuitton show epic virgil style yeah the uh new york vest that took the world by storm skyline action um wasn't it some nba team took aim and was like their actual twitter tweeted um we love the alternate uniforms on the knicks tonight and it was (laughs) that or it was either the knicks or the nets i can't remember that's pretty great um and it was (laughs) just that picture so the memes were were good uh fashion memes have been had some content to go off of in the last couple of weeks with mm-hmm. like the inauguration, Bernie's fit, the Dior ones, um, the turbo dorks, mm-hmm. Raph stuff, all that jazz. Uh, all the, the Utah jazz. Um, I guess we'll talk about the actual shows later because um, that is a question, I believe. Um, do we have any other fashion news though? I mean, we were away for a week, so. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, more stuff happened in the week we were away than most weeks while we're mm-hmm. here, which is yeah. as fun as it gets. Um, yeah. I'll whip through some sneaker releases real quick, and then uh, I have a designer profile to read to everybody. Because take it away, Penny. Hey. Hey. Ha. Uh, indoors 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 <laughs> on that note today is the 25th of january 2021 starting off with the should we start uh, there's nothing on the 26th so i'll just read the 25th releases mm-hmm. there were a bunch of air forces that came out today air force one crater air force one low in white and green air force one low in white orange and black and an air force one low have a nike day in a volt green colorway uh there's an air max 90 a dunk low disrupt and the awake new york reebok club c collab came out today um on the 27th we have an air foam posit pro retro uh the volt foam pros are coming back which is strange because that's a shoe that like released i feel like when i was in high school or like maybe even college and they're bringing it I back remember already. Personally. I remember like the super bright foams coming out, uh, but they're coming oh. back. Um, you see the, uh, the Virgil foams. I did see the Virgil foams. I, I have to say that show itself. Good. And I'll get into this later. The shoes in that show dog shit. Mm. He made like a, a knockoff pair of Saucony XR ones that look like, sh- like children's shoes. I'll send you a pic when we get to the point, but yeah. Man. Or not XR1s. I'll find that. I'll find the model. Was it Saucony's or Solomon's? Oh, Solomon. Sorry. What did I say? Saucony? Yeah. My bad. It's all good. Uh, I think I made that exact same mistake when I wore a pair of Solomon's and said they were Saucony's on the pot. Oh, XT6. That's the model I'm talking about. My bad. Um, Hey, all good. On the 27th, Saul's doing TikTok dances. On the 27th, we have three colorways of the Chuck Taylor All-Star Crater coming from Converse. The Converse Chuck Taylor All-Star Crater. It's like the space hippie edition of the Chuck Taylor, which is cool. Uh, There's an Air Max 90 Golf coming out on the 28th in the classic infrared colorway. Two dunks on the 28th in Dark Russet and Medium Curry. The Medium Curry, I believe, is going to be a Japan exclusive. 
Um, we have a new silhouette from Nike, the Fontanka Edge. It's a women's silhouette coming on the 28th. The Kyrie Low 3 on the 28th. The new Ultra Boost 21 with 6% more boost coming on the 28th. It legitimately 6% more boost. I saw that in their advertisement. Um, the J. Cool, J. Cool, J. Cole Puma Dreamer 2 coming on the 28th. Um, shout out to J. Cole for getting a signature shoe. That's kind of cool. Um, we have the Converse All-Star BB Evo Southern Flame on the 28th, as well as the Chuck 70 Southern Flame. And wrapping it up, actually not even wrapping it up, we're only to, up to Friday. We have the Kyrie 7 Ray Guns, LeBron 18 Dunkman, Adidas Forum 84 Low in two colorways, Adidas ZX8000 Frozen Lemonade, A6HS1 Tarther Blast in two colorways. I think that might be a Kiko shoe. Uh, Saul's favorite, the Jaden Smith New Balance Vision Racer in two colorways on the 29th. Socks. The Pata New Balance 991 on the 29th. Nice colorway. It's like a salmon uh, 991, which is a really cool shoe. Then uh, an SNS A6 Nova Blast on the 30th, which is a women's size run, which bums me out because it's a really cool shoe. Margella Reebok Classic Tabbies on the 30th. Um, I feel like those are going to flip despite being 350 retail. Like, really? I think they'll go, but it'll be like a small flip. They'll go for like 400, so it won't be worth okay. anyone's time. On the 31st, we have the Nike Dunk High Baroque Brown, Adidas Harden Volume 5, Carhartt Converse Chuck 70 High in two colorways. And February 1st, see if we have any shoes. Got to scroll through the end of January. We have an Air Max 2090 Evolution of Icons and an Adidas Superstar, Adidas T-Mac 2 Evo, Adidas T-Mac 2 Resto Mod, and that's it. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of sneakers. A lot of sneakers. Yeah. My goodness. Um, but on that note, I will blast right in to our designer profile for the day. I wrote up some notes on Demna Gavastalia. Or Gvastalia. Apologies, I probably break the pronunciation there. <laughs> but Demna, you probably know him best from his time at Vetmont and Balenciaga. But he has accomplished more than just that. And I will tell you about those things. Let's starting right now. Uh, first off, I'm going to cite my sources. Um, I used Wikipedia and a website called Caring, K E R I N G, uh, as well as a little bit from Business of Fashion. So to start things off, Demna was born in 91. Uh, he was born in Georgia, not the state. And um, he grew up pretty, pretty quiet childhood. Uh, he studied international economics and got his degree in 2001. After that, he moved to Dusseldorf, Germany, and he had always wanted to work in fashion he ended up after Dusseldorf moving to Antwerp and he graduated from the Royal Academy of Fine Arts with a master's degree in fashion in 2006. Um, so he was in Dusseldorf for a little bit, moved to Antwerp, went to school, finished up and immediately went to go work with Walter Van Berendonck in 06 on his men's collections. Uh, the two collaborated. And then in 2009, he joined Margiela where he did women's wear until 2013 
In 2013, he joined Louis Vuitton and worked under Marc Jacobs there. He started Vetmont in 2014 with his brother. Uh, they began by displaying their work in gay clubs in Paris. Uh, that was their, oh. their primary medium where they would display their clothing. And then in, I believe, fall, winter of 2014, they had a show, a women's wear show in Paris Fashion Week. Wait, so just interjecting, 2014, they went crazy really quickly, right? Because those, mm-hmm. those Antwerp hoodies were really popular. I remember seeing them on fashion reps. People were asking for them in like 2015, 16. Yeah, they, cool. they started strong. They yeah. kind of came out the gates and uh, really had a huge impression right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anyone who their first or second show is premiering at Paris Fashion Week, that's a pretty impressive start. Uh, but he he did Vetmont as his solo project in 2014. And then in 2015, he became the creative director of Balenciaga, which is also where a lot of people know him from. Um, both brands at this point are kind of to meant to subvert the high fashion status quo uh, especially Vetmont back in the day, and they provided an ironic take on a lot of well-known fashion brands and trends while simultaneously creating pieces that were both confusing and nonsensical to many, uh, whether they be fashion-oriented or not. Mm-hmm. A lot of people found them to be kind of garish and uh, hard to understand, mm-hmm. but they have their, their very dedicated audience as well. Um some legendary pieces include the Ratatouille T-shirt that <laughs> I think retailed for six fifty. Um, some crazy collabs like the Canada Goose collab, just a humongous uh, parka, and uh, some legendary collabs like DHL. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Reebok, they've worked with for a long time. Um, and then they have the, some the emoji insta pumps those those emoji are... insta pumps those are <laughs> nutty and probably retailed for like eight hundred dollars um they're legends of high retail and then low low resale or huge sales uh pretty rare to see people paying retail for Vetmont stuff there are some legendary pieces like the genetically modified jacket which is a huge grail i know for a lot of people but uh, I don't know a ton about Vetmont, so it was really interesting getting to do some more research on Demna today. Um, so in 2015, he became the creative director of Balenciaga and did both until late 2019, where he ended up leaving Vetmont to pursue new ventures artistically. And uh, in an interview with High Snobiety, he said that, quote, he accomplished his mission of a conceptualist and a design innovator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he kind of feels or felt like he had done all he could for the brand. And uh, it still continues today. I mean, Vetmont is still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he co-founded it with his brother and his brother runs it nowadays. Um, but Demna still does work with Balenciaga and uh, he'll probably end up doing something new down the road considering he said he left to work on new ventures. So maybe another brand coming down the pipeline. Uh, as far as some accolades go, he won the international award for Vetmont and Balenciaga at the CFDA Fashion Awards in 2017, and he won the Accessories Designer of the Year at the Fashion Awards in 2018. 
Really prestigious guy. He's got a really, really good sense of humor too. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be to create a brand like that where <laughs> it's taking absolutely nothing in the world of fashion seriously. Um, yeah. It's kind of a breath of fresh air from a someone who's interested in fashion. I mean, as far as the styling goes, I could see myself wearing a decent amount of the stuff, but not paying the, yeah. the premium for it to say <laughs> Vetmont on like one portion of the, of the garment. However, it, it's really interesting to see what they come up with season after season at both Balenciaga and Vetmont because the two brands at this point kind of intertwine. Um, but something interesting that I read that I actually didn't know in January, 2020, uh, he announced the reintroduction of Haute Couture at Balenciaga's. He wants to bring it back to its origin and kind of go back into the couture side of things where instead of creating the triple S and such, um, kind of bringing it back to its roots and making it more of a traditional luxury brand. Yeah. Or at I least adding really cool. If he went and like did opposite of Demna, Demna. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like very traditional get your money's worth type clothing. Oh, hear me out. What if he did like a really serious old Balenciaga suit, really boxy classic cut and then the lining was just like anime girls, like naked, That'd like be... the Ahigao face. Uh, no. <laughs> it pains me to say like that's right up the alley of what I could see happening, um, considering oh. he wants to bring Tour back to, to Balenciaga. He's not, I feel like he wouldn't do that silently. Like he'd have to play a joke with every release, with yeah. every piece that's created. Um, but oh. regardless, Demna has been a huge part a huge player in the late 2010s fashion scene. Um, a lot of very dedicated fans who are probably screaming at me right now because of all the details that I inevitably missed about his career, but it's supposed to be like a base level introduction to the designer because it's just a designer profile, mm-hmm. but I remembered to do it. And that's the important part. <laughs> John live cop on the pod. Huge. I got a uh, Raf Simmons uh, blazer from, hold on. I, I bid on two and I got one. So let's see. I got, dun, 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 dun. it is a ah, 2003 spring summer blazer. Cool. You've been buying a lot of Raf lately. Yeah. I think it's a good investment and the stuff fits me really well. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not too mad. Um, yeah. I'm good for you, man. That's exciting. It's uh, yeah. Do you think it'll be to wear or to resell? To wear. I, I'm going to wear all of it. It's not like, I hate to say it like this, but I'll probably list it at like 600 bucks um, and then just wear it until it gets sold. There you go. Yeah. Be like, um, the mustard stains were very evident in the grailed photos. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's like, it's a pre-owned thing, which I got it at a really good price. So. Nice. I have to I have to ship it from Japan. This was a YJA purchase. But Ooh, I've never purchased anything from the legendary platform. I see stuff that you would like all the time. I almost don't want to get started because I know how much I'm going to spend. The deals um, are very good. They're really good. As a 
large human being, I feel like there's going to be less stuff. Uh, there is, but it's Japanese sizing is hard for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I it's mean, like all my favorite it. stuff is two sizes too small. Yeah. I'm finding stuff that fits me. They have capital stuff. They, I, I got a pair of jeans for capital is really good at making extended size runs, which yeah. is nice for the American consumer. Yeah. I got a pair of jeans from them for, for $80 on this and they'll fit me. Nice. You've so been acquiring the capital leg wear as yeah. late. I mean, if it doesn't from, sell, I will just put it up on the story and sell it for whatever I paid for it plus shipping. Nice. Yeah. Or throw it to the cord. See yeah. who wants it, if anyone. Yeah. Um, speaking of, though, Saul. The Discord. We have a Discord, and we are very thankful to have been able to be part of such a wonderful community. Shout out to the cord. If you would like to join the Discord, message us. Hmm. Ratatouille shirt. Ooh. And we will send you an invite to what we like to call the happiest place in fashion. Um, great place. A lot of great people. Super accepting community. Very fashion oriented. But at the same time, you could pretty much strike up a conversation about anything. Mm -hmm. uh, there will be anything within reason. There will be someone who will want to chat with you. A lot of fun like voice chats and stuff Saul and I hop in and chop it up with everybody and uh, it's a really cool place to meet new people who like clothes and like talking about clothes yeah so message us ratatouille shirt ratatouille join shirt come on now come join the happiest place in fashion absolutely Saul with that being said we have John. a number of questions from our discord that which if you join you get to ask us questions and have a much higher chance of having those questions featured and answered in this podcast mm -hmm. we're going to start things right off with a question from lil g in the discord with psychedelics not only being more accepted within society but also used by artists to influence their music clothing etc what are your opinions on it i have to say it like this but like grateful dead you know core is a thing and i think core is a thing and I think that those two are going to eventually meet back in the middle. Um, we're going to start seeing a lot more tie-dye and things like that, uh, which I'm not opposed to. Um, Invest however, in big tie-dye. <laughs> this, this is what Big Dad doesn't want you to know. Um, no, I, I think it's, it's good. Like, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't mind that sort of outfit at all. I, I, one of my favorite shirts is a... Um, Grateful Dead designed Lithuania yeah. basketball team. Exactly. So, you know, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I, don't know. I think there's a way to do it and there's a way to do it well. And I am not looking forward to the like 95 million Instagram brands who are going to be like, yo, like I made a tie dye shirt and it says um, I want to die. And it has a picture of a, um, a straight razor and uh, Adderall because I'm addicted to Adderall. Uh, this is my brand. And the shirt is $96. Like, I'm not excited. Only for that. online ceramics is allowed to do that. I mean, yeah, but they do it well. <laughs> yeah. Because they had fun clip art to theirs. They do. Is all of theirs clip art? I don't think so. I think it's just meant to look like okay. a poster you would see in when you're in elementary school. Huh. I've got a bottle from them right here with a smiling recycling bin holding a daisy. 
one of my favorite pictures from them is or shirts excuse me is the the cow and it says be outstanding in your field it's got a picture of a cow i think it's, it's hysterical. so good their their stuff is just great time and time again huge fan of that brand the shirts fit kind of weird but eh, it's worth it and they have a lot of cool collabs too like they do collabing making uh uncut gems company t-shirts is hilarious like that's kmg is that kmh kmh fuck kmh jewelry um and then it's got a really cool black opal graphic on the back it's from the uh the ethiopian jews really i didn't know that my people well he says it in the movie oh yeah yeah okay it's been like a year since i've seen it it's a good movie watch it i've got the uh the jeweled furby on deck I think that's ridiculous that you own that. It's my one of my favorite possessions. Can we do the scene? Do you know the 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 scene? Do you know all the lines? I do not. Um, oh. I plan on just potential fit pick with this and just caption it. This is how I win. Okay. This is how we win. Oh God. <laughs> that's a Who's great movie. Be the dude that comes in. Oh, I hope everyone's watched Uncut Gems who just listened <laughs> to this. Uh, maybe I'm going to bleep that part. Hold on. <laughs> I feel like someone is going to get mad if that movie gets spoiled for them. Okay, it's been out for so long. Come on now. There's a lot of movies that have been out for a long time, though. But, I, all right, I will bleep the spoiler, but come on, like... At a certain point, I all right. I guess this leads to the question: When is the the right time to start talking about movie spoilers? That is a good question. Um, I think it's got to be longer than a year. I think two years. Okay. But that's from someone who, you know, I'm I'm a small town guy. Maybe I'm not viewing stuff as cutting edge as the New York born and raised. Listen, I only watch avant-garde art films. Um, it's pretty, pretty niche. So actually, has a a chair with his name carved into it at Sundance that he gets to sit in every year. Yeah, um, I, I I fight anybody that sits in the chair. Martin Scorsese got mollywop last year. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the it was old, rough. The old fucker had no idea what was coming to him. He was going to come on the pod too, him. and then he was like, mm-hmm. "I'm not doing this anymore. You guys are yeah. mean." I put him in a home. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Go watch some Marvel movies. I'm going to subject him to WandaVision. It's over for him. <laughs> Have you watched WandaVision? No. I've heard it's terrible. That doesn't surprise me. What, really? I'm not a Marvel movie guy. I, I, I keep forgetting and never appealed. remembering this. Really? I liked, I've, I've liked like, well, I've seen probably eight of them. I enjoyed like three or four. Okay. Iron Man one was good. Guardians Iron Man was one good. Bangs. Guardians bangs. Ant Man was funny. Paul Rudd epic. Um, then crickets. <laughs> that's about that's about all we got. Okay. But hey, you know, shout out to the most epic films of all time. I, I personally enjoy them a lot. Um, I think, you know, they're, it's like Game of Thrones. I understand the No, Game the of draw. Thrones sucks, dude. I was going to do my thing. I was like, I understand why people like it, but it's not for me. Okay. 
I have never seen that's Marvel movies for me. I understand why people okay. like them, but it's not for me. I was gonna say I've never seen something be such a staple of like pop culture and then disappear as fast. Game as of Thrones. Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, it just dropped off the face of the earth. It, um, oh my god, it sucked that badly. I I feel like I went too hard on Marvel movies. The ones that I've seen are like, I mean, they're good, but there's too many of them. That's yeah. what I'll say. They they just fair. they squeezed it to death. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the, the Disney strategy. They're just yeah. going to take anything that they, they own and just milk just it. Just choke it. the life out of it until yeah. it becomes a shell of its former self. Like when Iron Man came out and the, Iron Man the resurgence of the Marvel movies and like yeah. they're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to create the greatest, most epic series of movies of all time, starting with Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. It's like, oh, I'm all in. I I mean, superheroes are great, but I just think the execution, there was too many, too many movies. We don't need four Avengers movies. Yeah. uh, Age of Ultron sucked. That was a really bad movie. I only saw the first one and it was just like dragging on. Oh, dude. Avengers one was good. Come on. That scene and the scene where they assemble and it goes da 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 da. I got chills. Do the thing. (laughs) Say the thing. (laughs) Joss Whedon, play the noise. Okay, so we made it through one question of our 30. This is going to be the way that we handle all 30 questions. I have to mix (laughs) our theme song after this. Yeah, okay. We're we're going to push through. Musty Bitch asks, what is the ideal fit pick location inside and outside can be two different choices? um nature for me um is is my favorite outdoors number one because it distracts from my inevitably extremely awkward pose i never know i to to this day i do not know how to take a photo um i just freeze up i forget how to move like a human being and then i'm like oh let me see him and like oh my gosh this is what i look like (laughs) and that folks is the John Hogaboom Fitpick method. See you guys oh. on the feed in three months. I I want more post again. out of you. Yeah, so do I. We got to get you a girlfriend to take Fitpicks. It's a process. You're always, you're always more comfortable in front of a girlfriend. Yeah, that from historical data of my own, that's true. Historical data, we're we're coming through. Yeah, we're doing trend analysis. It's been yeah, <laughs> from g- girlfriend John has been around few and far between, but he does exist. And uh, there's definitely a a different level of comfortability. I feel like you were the relationship guy for like the inception of our friendship. I've been, Oh, I feel like I was in a relationship when we met each other, I think. Yeah. Right. Back like summer of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And then since like September, late August of 2019, Single John has been has been here. He's been doing, he's been he's rocking been out, buying so many clothes. Dude, so it's, it's clothes. really an issue. I've been my my Fidelity account did well, so I was like, I'll get some clothes, and then you get those. Clothes, Robin Hood is popping like, today, man. Dude, I it it's such a terrible cycle where it's like, oh, like this is cool. And then you get that and you're like, I have nothing to wear with this. Mm-hmm. Let me get things for that. 
oh, these things work together. Maybe I'll get one more to throw in. There we go. Oh, now I have nothing for that. It's it's never ending. It is never ending. Um, it's a vicious cycle to say the least. So I did my outdoor fit pick nature, or I think like a big sculpture. That's that's also cool. Or like Ooh. public art. Uh, and then indoor fit pick, art museum, and or classic mirror pick. I have nothing wrong with posting a mirror pick on the main. I think there's there's a definite place for it in the Instagram. Do something cool with your mirror. Put like some, I don't know. Um, uh, or have a cool mirror. Have a cool shaped mirror. Yeah. Just have like a clean background. Or just make it funny. Like make Instagram casual again. I don't know. There was, okay, on, on Anna's, my girlfriend's Instagram feed, some girl posted, make Instagram casual again. It was like a clearly staged photo with like Turks and Caicos oh of her gosh. like in a bikini trying super hard to look good. Make it was airbrushed. Instagram casual again. Do international travel to, to provide a casual Instagram experience. My it's most terrible. recent Instagram experience or Instagram post is a mirror pic of my face in my bathroom. Yeah, it's a classic. And the caption too. is uh, the socks emoji. I did not remember that. Yeah, that's how non-memorable it is. That's how you make Instagram casual. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you the 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 hack to posting any fit pic you want at any time, and hitting hitting those coveted triple digit likes. You ready for this one? Easy. Lay it on me. Get a dog. For real. Nobody's Leo, gonna be angry about go crazy. Leo, Leo has so many clothes and we now match. I got to start taking matching Leo picks. That's how you will secure the bag. There, Some sponsor will reach out and be like, yeah, we, uh, Montclair will reach out and be like, yeah, we want to get you guys in matching. Puffles. Okay. Tom Brown has a pair of loafers that are Dachshund faces. That are only $4,000. No, they're 700 and they resell. You can find them for like 220. Oh, that's not bad at all. It's not bad for a pair of leather. For a loafers. pair of nice loafers, that's like I'm less than I feel like what you would normally pay yeah. for a pair of high I wear quality women's loafers. sizes. There's a pair on eBay right now that are a, a women's nine, which is a size too small for me. It'd be a men's seven and a half, yeah. That'd be yeah. pretty tight. Um well they're backless, that's the only thing. Oh, that's that yeah. makes things different. But you yeah. don't want your you don't want to no. be like Kanye at the VMAs when <laughs> He's going off script on the on the easy sandals. Oh God. Anyway, Saul, we've made it halfway into question number two. <laughs> what is your ideal Fitbit location in and outside? Courtesy of our I good said, just Musty. Get a dog and just get a dog. Go doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whatever. where it is. Yeah. Just put on a nice outfit. The time will come to you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it goes. Like yeah. fit picks for me are few and far between, but when I know, I know. Yeah. Next question. Also from our good friend Musty, what are the king's hair slash skincare routines looking like? Any fifty in one shampoos? Um, I have a few that I like to use. My um, shampoo can strip uh, varnish off of speedboats. <laughs> That's a recycled joke from uh, Parks and Rec. They were talking about moonshine, but okay. the, the varnish off speedboat things is not mine. Okay. I gotta well, just. just I, I appreciate know. the honesty. Listen, thank you. Cite, cite um, your sources, folks. I like using, there's a coconut milk shampoo um, and conditioner like combo. They're, they're not, they're two different things. Um, those are great. Um, I have a I promise. It's not a two in one guys. It's not. Um, 
I have a, it's another coconut oil um, conditioner that's like a deep conditioner. Um, I have a set-in conditioner that I sometimes use. I have um, a tea tree shampoo that I use when I get dandruff. Um, that's also got a matching conditioner. Nice. And then if I want to do my hair, I have, I use Shea Moisture, coconut and hibiscus uh, style milk. It's like a leave-in conditioner. You put style it in. Style milk. Yeah, Sounds like a band disgusting name. Disgusting name. I, I hate the name. Sounds like but, a like a weird band. Yeah. Yo, Style um, Milk's performing tonight. You want to go? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's like what do they they play? Uh, like like bad ska, like jazz. Ska. I was thinking ska. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they do blade covers. Oh God, ska blade. Oof. You couldn't pay me enough to listen to to ska blade. <laughs> You'd have to like Ludovico technique, like pin my eyes open. Oh gosh. Be nice to me. And there's a dude on a banjo. <laughs> and everyone's wearing fedoras. <laughs> Anyways, Saul has a very advanced hair care uh-huh. routine because he's got big lettuce and he always has cool hair. And my hair looks the same every single day. Um, I use Aussie shampoo and Aussie conditioner. They are separate, big flex. Um, And then as far as skincare goes, I do a CeraVe Soleric Acid. I think that's the right type. I can't remember if it's Soleric. It's something along the lines of Soleric. This dude Um, putting celery in his hair. Big time. Oh, that's skincare, (laughs) actually. But um, Really? Okay. Soleric Acid's like skin stuff. But I use like a face wash with that in it in the shower. And then outside of that, just like hand lotion, rub it on my hands. And then I'll do a little bit on my face to keep everything getting too dry. And then before bed, I wash my face with cold water, no product. Mm -hmm. And that works. Cold water. It's the Pharrell technique. Yeah. Wash your face with cold water, exfoliate. Like when you remember to do not, no, no, do not exfoliate. Like, daily don't do it daily it's really bad for your skin and whatever you do do not use the apricot scrub from saint ives it destroys your skin there's been like lawsuits about it but they still they still manufacture it that's crazy um sorry i had to mine's like some himalayan salt thing okay perfect and uh it works great i've used it like three times because like i said exfoliate when you remember to yeah um yeah big thing don't let your skin get too dry that's yeah. um, or don't let it get too oily. It's got to be some fun in between that is hard to find, but once you find it, it'll uh, it'll do you some good. Hmm. Yeah, I should mention my my skincare. The only thing that I use, I use a Neutrogena redness spot reducer. If you just have like a, a pimple, oh yeah, it on. I remember That's commercials great. for that. Um, it's like a drying cream, and it it works pretty well. And then I have uh, the Neutrogena grapefruit facial scrub that I use. I just have it in my shower and I used it, you know, I try to do it every night, but I've fucked up recently. When I do it every night, my skin's great, but I'm covered in blackheads right now. (sighs) It happens. But our next question coming from Feathers McGraw asks, what's your favorite piece you bought before you got into fashion? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um... Gosh, maybe like I wasn't 
into fashion fashion in high school like i kind of knew a couple things but it was mostly athletic wear probably like carmine sixes that was my big sneaker acquisition of Mm -hmm. that point in my life and i was so obsessed with that shoe and i think that kind of set the tone like i gotta chase this feeling and then here we are purchasing way too many clothes yeah, I, I deleted Grailed and I'm vestiaires on the way out. I'm getting my my girlfriend a, a, a Valentine's Day gift and then it's no more shopping apps on the phone for me. Yeah, you said you were going to do no cop February, February, March. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to ship the stuff that I got from Japan. Sure. That's, but, I mean, that's that's different. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, unless there's a crazy sale on the real real, that's gone too. <laughs> did the code Listen, go, did the code get taken down? Code's done. It worked the next day. Um, yeah, that's what I had heard. Cool. Yeah. But For those of you who don't know, there's a glitched code on the real real where people were getting some pretty crazy discounts. Yeah. It's a hundred dollars, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to keep John flip. Cause they're the boys. Yeah. Um, shout out to the John flip there's guys. One item on John flip that I'm really, really like going crazy for. It's a embroidered, not an embroidered, but it's a Cindy Sherman um, denim coat. And cool. the print is woven into the denim. It's not printed on and it's not embroidered in. It's like in the fabric itself. Wow. It's That's crazy. wild. It's beautiful. There's also one that they did on a suit jacket. Um, okay. But the guy that I was talking to had it priced at like $2,500. Hmm. I'm like, no way. Um, Small price to pay for, for a, woven, a woven denim suit jacket. Yeah. Um, I will quickly run through this um i when i was in sixth grade i got a pair um in nantucket there's a famous store called murray's toggery shop that sells like lord forgive me uh pastel pants okay yellow green and red i got a pair of salmon pants and i didn't take them off for two weeks hey that i thought i was so fly you know what no i was fly yeah that, that had a very yeah very real time and place in fashion history yeah. And just look at us now. I'm getting paper. Look at me now. Saul, so we finished three questions. We're we're picking up steam. <laughs> we're an hour in. We did design a profile. We didn't start until like 30 minutes in. That's true. That's true. Okay. Oh, actually we're four questions in. That's huge. Yeah. Question five. This one comes from our good friend Nico, aka Teat Farm. What would you use for a monkey-inspired fit? Head to Dang, toe babe. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Rick Owens gorilla coat. Uh, I believe Larry had a collection, or in the Larry collection, mm-hmm. um, there was like a fur-backed, like you look like a big gorilla because the shoulders were huge. Yeah. And then uh, in the most recent collection in 2021, uh, if you look up that show, um, there is a pair of pants that are like black fur that look like the bottoms of like a transformer pants. Um, And I'd mix those together. I'd be like a big gorilla. I'd also have like, I'd have, I'd spray paint whole cans black. Whoa. I'd be a gorilla. Big time. Um, I would maybe also incorporate to my full babe fit, my uh, needles vest from Saul because, or I dye that black. And then that Wait, could pass. Would you for be a gorilla. a gorilla or a monkey? I'm going gorilla. You could go orangutan or how well, I went. Monkey. 
Okay. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, yeah. Man, that's a tough one. Some all about monkey moments. Shout out monkeys 400. If you don't follow monkeys 400, come on, go, go shoot them a follow. You are best account on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think maybe just head to toe babe. Cool. Cause ape shall never kill ape. That's true. Hey soldier boy. Guess what I just got. I just got some ape. Song bangs. It's so yeah. good. Next question. I'm, I'm keeping this ball rolling. Pretend that nice converse meme isn't a thing or that public opinion of fashion isn't dictated by meme, page, meme pages shitposting. <laughs> what are your honest thoughts on the Rick Converse collab? Eh. I don't like the square toes at all. The square toes ruined it for me. You could take the square toes away, just do the, the tall tongue, and people would say, oh, he didn't do that much, but it'd be better than if the square toes existed. Yeah. You could have done a double bumper Converse All-Star. Yeah with the long tongue and it would have been way cooler than the square toes in my opinion the yeah. low tops look better than the high tops i i don't know i feel like they missed the ball as well they seem I, they look like they're f- like thin and flimsy i think it's the start of the excuse me the start of the rick converse collab so hopefully there will be more silhouettes in the future uh it'd be cool to see like how he does like the soccer moans it'd be cool to see like a sock all-star i think that'd be that'd be nice um just gave me a magenta vomit Converse All Star, so I can get my favorite Ramones ever for a hundred dollars. Wait, you mean Geo Baskets, the Wolfish Geos? No, the magenta vomit Ramones. Oh, okay, are my favorite. Okay. The the canvas ones. Yeah. Okay. Um. So carry those over to a pair of Converse, and we're rolling. Yeah. But also, if anyone has those in a size forty-five and <laughs> wants to sell them to a podcast co-host who doesn't have the money to spend on a pair of Ramones, by all means, hit me up. Saw, honest opinions, just not not digging the square toes? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, they're not, not terrible. They're just not amazing. It's funny how the label looks like it says Turbo Dork also. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, there we go. If you like them, buy them. Don't listen to what two goofy podcasts i have to say next question this one comes from larby x dolly what's the most down bad you've ever been um i just thought of mine i you go first i am okay. like choosing between two or three let's hear yours when i was in fifth grade the patriots went undefeated up until the super bowl and uh i you know you're a fifth grader. You're easily swayed by amazing feats of athleticism. I was like all in. I was like, this is the greatest team to ever do it. I love this team. I bought a Tom Brady jersey. It showed up the day after they lost the Super Bowl. It showed up the Monday after they went undefeated until the Super Bowl and then lost. However, I still wore it with pride a lot. And uh, yeah, I was a huge Patriots fan back in the day. And I'm very happy that Tom Brady's back in the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I hope he wins as a, as a fan. I, I don't know. He, like, I think it's just Trump's cool. Supporter, so fuck that guy. But Yeah, well, I feel bad for saying all the good things about him now. But um, I think it's cool that 
he's proven that he doesn't need the Patriots and it's not the other yeah. way around. No, I agree. Because yeah. I think a lot of people thought Belichick was the the true genius behind. I mean, I mean he is an amazing coach. He's an his amazing assistants coach. are awful. I think that his assistants are bad, but also the fact that he got Cam Newton and then Cam Newton can't throw a ball six feet without throwing it as hard as he possibly can. That's the Lions, man. Matthew Stafford throws insanely hard every single I like I've heard like rookies hate it because he's chucking the ball at them from two yards away. But he's leaving the Lions. Where's he going? No one knows yet. He's just okay. they've just, just agreed to part ways. I'm really excited for him because he deserves better than the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's the most down bad I've ever been is when my Tom Brady jersey showed up one day after he lost the Super Bowl. But, you know, this was well before he became Trump supporter. I was in fifth grade. I would think I was 10. So, yeah, there we go. Saul, what's your what's your uh, reciprocal, reciprocator? So when I – it was senior year of high school. Okay. Um, I was at a graduation party, and I had been – Did you say welcome to graduation? Yes. Nice. Good morning. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but I was seeing this girl for a little bit, and she texted me, and in the middle of the grad party, like one of the last times I'd see all of my friends together, I left. And I drove 25 minutes to her house, and I texted her, I'm here. No response. Waited like five minutes. Hey, are you up? No response. Called her. No response. She had fallen asleep. I uh, drove back to the grad party. It had been shut down. <laughs> and this one of the final times for my group of friends in high school. I think that might have been the final time that like all of us were together um, to miss a hookup. That was down horrendous. Down bad, man. But yeah. that's a bummer. You didn't get to hang out with your friends that that one last time i was wearing i've re, i still remember my fit i was wearing white ultra boosts nice a classic triple whites i was wearing fear of god joggers the zips and a saint laurent shirt that was a size too small okay so you very much fit the era yeah it was terrible i thought i was dripping too i mean at the time you absolutely were <laughs> i was a jerry boy without a doubt i would have been like yo this dude is fitted right now. I bet he's about to go to Yale. This dude sells cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Next question coming from Luna. That's how it's spelled on the Discord. Least favorite runway collection from your favorite designer? I don't know. I don't know all of... I'd say my favorite like, well-known designer is Raph Simmons. I don't know all of Raph's collections, so... I just kind of pick and choose the ones that I like and don't really think about the others. Mm. So I apologize, um, but I don't have a good answer for this question. I would say, honestly, and I hate to say it like this, but riot, 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 just because of overhype. It's, it's the overhype, but I feel like that's where a lot of appreciation for Raph stops. Um, yeah. People Raph, Raph is my favorite designer, mm -hmm. but it, it seems like people get trapped on that and they're like, oh, he only does 
trench coats and oversized stuff and like no he does suiting really well he does sweaters beautifully like you know and it seems like the three pieces are like the riot bomber one of those big overcoats and then like I don't know may the circle be unbroken sweater and those are the three that everybody knows and I guess that's okay um but at the same time like I don't know I wish people got more into it because he has had so many cool runway shows and right 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 was a sick runway show i just don't love the collection or what it's become i I like the clothes like yeah yeah well said well said definitely rescued my pitiful attempt at a response at the beginning (laughs) next question from a good friend zach aka zachy left or right twix let's count down from three and then say it at the the same time all right three Two, Two, one, one left. left. Nice. Okay, good. Cool. Next question. Next question. Tfam asks, how do you cope with isolation during this pandemic? Um, reaching out to friends, going outside, going for walks, exercising. Uh, the podcast is a huge, huge help for just having something to do every day. And doing art is also something that's really nice and reading. Um, and of course the classics like watching Netflix, playing video games, but that Mm -hmm. stuff gets repetitive, uh, and trying to be on my phone less. That is something that I've been attempting to do a little bit. I set like screen time limits for Instagram. So that's, that's been good. Uh, but you know, reaching out to, to the homies is always number one, just texting, uh, I've been like group Snapchat video calling with my oh, cool. friend group from college, which has been really fun. And uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be different for everybody, but that's just what's worked for me. How about you, Saul? Um, I don't know. Um, try and spend time with other people because that's the only way that you stay sane. I had like a month where I was alone in my apartment. I was like, it's it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. You, you, you know, I, I love playing Dungeons and Dragons um, and I, I try to go in person, but all the game stores are closed. Um, Even I see I you're my... vaccinated in a, in a week. Yeah, but everybody else also has to be vaccinated. It's true. Um, I live with my grandparents, so I can't really see any of my friends. So it, it's, it's, you know, it's a really hard time. Um, mm-hmm. Find an interesting skill and develop it. Um, I'm trying to learn how to knit. It's, nice. it's going terribly. It's, it's, I'm not good. It's a, so it's a good. process. Um, she made a sweater in a day, dude. I'm out, I'm out here. I can't pearl. Like she's a I, I know how to knit. She's really good. Yeah, yeah. She consulted me for sweater patterns for a holiday gift for you. And hmm. I was like, you can knit these. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that, but that's what I was thinking is like, this is something you can create with your hands. Yeah. That's insane. Big ups to the knitting community. Uh, but yeah, you know, find, find your thing that, that helps you during the, the pandemic and, uh, hopefully it'll be over soon, but realistically it'll probably be late this year. Saul, this question comes from Joe Montier, top three, most iconic designers, purposefully vague question. Okay. Uh, one, Ray Kawakubo. Uh, two Ralph Lauren, um, three is 
Helmet Lang. Nice. Yeah. Uh, um, I think Helmet Lang, uh, I'll give quick justification. Ray Kawakubo, art and fashion together. Uh, Ralph Lauren was like classic menswear. And I think he did a lot for, um, God, what was it? Like late 70s to the 2000s, even through now. He's had so many different lines and so many different things that he's he's touched. Um, mm-hmm. I guess he and Calvin Klein in my mind kind of, you know, occupy the same niche um, or niche. So I'll, I'll say Ralph Lauren just because, I don't know, he's more prevalent now. Um, and Helmut Lang because it seems like every single streetwear brand like Ekas Lada, Dries, to a certain extent, kind of take from what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah. said. Um, I think for mine probably taking a little bit more of a step back in history coco chanel uh christian dior and ralph i think ralph kind of brought it brought the past to the future or to the present day he kind of he kind of bridged the gap um but yeah i think that that's as far as iconic for all time goes um i think that's the big three Next question, who had the best fit at the inauguration? That question is from Jackie with three E's. Bernard. Those mittens, yeah. man. Yeah. They were nice. They were I real mean, nice. It went viral for a reason, and I hate all of the monochromatic pastel shit colors that all the, I don't know. They were like jewel tones. They weren't pastels. They were like hard, like heavy dyed colors they're just terrible well oh no i i yeah you're right that they were jewel colors but dude, i thought it was like, interesting i thought it was an interesting i would have expected pastels and i thought it was cool that there was jewel tones and then lady gaga and the hunger games fit i thought it was cool that kamala wore um pierre moss yeah she's a cop but yeah um hillary clinton looked like crap um a guy Joe wore Dior ones. Okay, the Dior ones were cool. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Uh, I saw um, the guy. I th- was it Kamo's brother-in-law? Yeah, it was his brother-in-law. I think. Um, oh wait, best fit Amanda Gorman. Uh, she read a poem. Oh she was my in gosh, yellow suit. Was that sick. yellow jacket was amazing. Yeah, like the lighting and stuff during the poem reading was, it was perfect for that jacket. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Great fit. That one wins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, there was definitely is a bit of a fashion show itself. The inauguration. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of bad fits though. Demi Lovato had a terrible fit. Um, Jill Biden had like a complete miss. They gave her a, a dress that just didn't look like it had been tailored. Mm. It was just unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next question from Karu MFG. The Eddie Slimane debate, do unwearable clothes matter? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to justify this. Like an artistic and a design perspective. I think there so. have been, uh, there's been a lot of backlash from communities and rightfully so against designers who refuse to make their clothes above a certain size. Sure. Um, yeah, and definitely I think that justified, justified backlash. Um, but I will basically say this, you will not be able to change a designer's mind and you're only going to make them more hateful if you're, you're calling them 
dig their feet in deeper. Exactly. Yeah. What will get them to expand their sizings is if nobody buys them and you don't give them any attention. Mm. I think that there are so many clothing brands that are inclusive that you don't have to support them if you don't like them, which is fine. Um, and at the same time, like Eddie Slaman, his clothes or Slaman, his clothes look good on a certain type of person. Yeah. I thought it was me for a long time. It's not. And does that suck? I do. I wish that his jeans were cut differently. Yeah. But like, you don't have to force yourself to wear something that you don't like. And is that is not cut for you. And then if it's not cut for you, you can't get upset if it doesn't fit right. And that's not mm-hmm. even sizing, right? Like I had DO2s. I wore 32, I got 32s and they look like shit. They're not yeah, just me. not the right cut. Yeah. Yep. I got a pair of Margiela pants and their, their jeans are not cut for me and I look like crap. So I returned them. There you I go. think it's okay. That's... Like Ray Kawakubo makes unwearable clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's mainstream stuff like Uniqlo pants just don't look right on me. Yeah. The cut um, is just weird. I will weird. say if a designer is being outwardly like hateful towards somebody because of their, their body shape or their size. Or yeah. Their if they're weight, taking shots at someone that's unacceptable. But... Fuck you. But if somebody says, Hey, I cut my jeans in this one way, you know, Rick Owens said, I cut my Detroit jeans this one way. I'm, I'm not changing it. Mm-hmm. And, it's up to the designer. I mean, yeah. it's like telling an artist that they can't use the color green. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, there's definite points to both sides, but you know, inclusion is very important in the world of fashion. Yeah. Um, but our next question coming from Lego Magneto says, have you ever been obnoxiously flexed on? Hmm. Maybe not obnoxiously, but there were a lot of crazy fits in college. Um, a lot of, a lot of designer and stuff like that, but never obnoxiously. Like no one's ever pulled up in the air mags and been like roasting my lesser footwear. How about you, Saul? Ever been obnoxiously flexed on? Um, kids in high school would hit you with like the what are those if you were wearing like anything that weren't, you know, the popular shoes. But I don't know. My high school wasn't very fashion focused, I don't think. So it was more yeah. that community was found more for me in college. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Saul. So. Not, not the biggest fan of people who obnoxiously flex but um, it also hasn't happened to me no nope. final question from the discord from kian aka lego magneto if you could erase one city in the world oh. what would it be and why miami <laughs> what about pitbull man i don't need to explain i'm sorry pitbull? i think miami is a worth small, it just a, for a the headlines price, a small price to pay for salvation all the good <laughs> headlines come out of like rural florida like man eats brother after Orlando. Brother is, um, what was it? It was like man eats brother after brother eats his mac and cheese or something. <laughs> that was out of like like nothing. The only we'll thing that Florida comes out man of Miami on Twitter. Are like, yeah, the only All thing the that headlines. comes out of Miami are STDs and mm. Corona. I I got to pass on this question. I can't erase a city off the face of the map. Okay. Just, just not for me, but. Okay. Hey, Fair enough. There it is. All right. Time for some IG questions, Saul. We're halfway through the questions. Let's get it. Let's get it. 
First one coming from Noam Bertling, N-O-A-M-B-E-R-T-L-I-N-G, asks, hi, I really want to get into fashion, but I really don't know how. Any tips for a beginner? Um, join our Discord. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, there's a lot of people who like a lot of different types of clothing. It's not like everyone's a rickhead mm-hmm. or everyone is a sneakerhead. There's a ton of different uh, styles and like, you know, everyone's super positive, which is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to learn a lot about a ton of different brands. Um, and it's kind of like a mile wide and an inch deep. Like you can learn a little bit about a lot of different brands and kind of decide what you'd like and yeah. move forward from there. Yeah. Um, I think that fashion, especially if you're a beginner, talk to people who have like made the mistakes so you mm-hmm. don't have to make them. Like I, I was a Jerry boy. I tried to fit in a crappy fitting jeans. I think that if you're getting into fashion, it's easy to fall into the traps of like r slash r streetwear, excuse me, streetwear and just buy stuff because people are wearing it and because it's popular. Mm-hmm. but it may not look good on you. It may not fit and it may not be your style. Um, I think where would you Discord, like yeah. talk to people? Where would you like? That's my number um, one tip. Just if you're having you trouble, like if you're having trouble finding things, um, either join the discord or DM us. Uh, we'd love to help. We can give you suggestions. We can talk to you about brands, whatever. We have a is. lot of experience buying clothes. So we're experience happy to share crappy clothes too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, but we hope that your uh, journey into the fashion world is a good one. Yeah. Godspeed. Moving. Godspeed. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> it will be mountains you won't move. Oh, man. Maybe we'll do a Frank Ocean cover for a season four theme song. Oh, God. That'd be, that, <laughs> never mind. That'd just be disrespectful. <laughs> Moving down the list, this question comes from Myers Reese underscore J M Y E R S R E E C E underscore J. Brands you see becoming popular, and brands you see becoming no longer relevant. I I read this as one like a brand becomes popular and it sort of eclipses itself. Oh, okay. I I don't know how to how to read it though. That's just the way I read it. So um, like the I'll, supreme effect where it yeah it like totally is now disassociated from being a skate brand that odd future would wear yes that's that's the way i read it listen okay. so I'll, I'll answer them in the way that you did it um i kind of like your like, your reading of it okay what's um, gonna become like a dying star and implode on itself i think chrome hearts oh um, big time People are buying just the hoodies. And I think that the, the really nice stuff is too expensive to like get into easily. Yeah, I think it'll plateau. Like it'll go like this and then everyone will stop once the next thing. Yeah. What will become too popular for its own good? Um, Dunks. That's already, that's already Mm -hmm. happening. Uh, people are going to get burnt out on those really quick. And we'll see like the NMD effect where they'll just be everywhere. Yeah. Um, which for the, for the OG fans will be good. Cause you can kind of pick and choose what you like, but it's like, I mean, you see that with Jordan ones now there's a lot of stuff that maybe doesn't sell out right away, but yeah. I mean, a lot of that's like mids and lows and stuff like that, but still, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think uh, maybe for me, Rather than brands, I see it more as footwear models as mm. 
will will kind of have the dying star effect. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that once it's like too big to fail, but it's too big and inevitably fails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Supreme will go back to its roots in like five years? I think yeah, like I the mean, OG heads will stick around and they'll start making really good stuff. I'm excited. I don't think that they make bad stuff. I think no, people I don't are either. Like really down on on. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Supreme hate now, which is kind of cool, probably for the OG Supreme heads because it's like yeah. anti-establishment again. Because like, yeah, I'm wearing Supreme. Yeah. I don't care what you think. Yeah, I got a pair of Supreme Clarks from the real real sale. They're Gore-Tex Clarks with Vibram outsoles. I was like, yeah, I'm hopping on those right away. Yeah. Okay, next question. Big one. Thoughts on the new Louis Vuitton menswear collection? This question comes from Jack Margin Barker. It was all right. Um, like Saul said, the footwear was atrocious. Uh the, the epic footwear meme sucked. Epic meme New York garment was funny. Aside from that, it you know, it was okay. It wasn't directly copying Walter Van Berendonck. So, you know, it's a step in the right direction. He also used Louis Vuitton's first um, black trans model. That's awesome. Which is great. Huge respect for that. You know, that's, that's a great way to use your platform and make a real difference in the world of fashion. So. I think he's becoming a little bit more conscientious of how much pull he has mm-hmm. um, and is is he had like readings of um, um, poetry by black authors. I'm not sure exactly how deep I hadn't watched the entire runway show. I just mm-hmm. looked at all the looks and, and viewed a little bit of it. But um, yeah. Um, hey, I don't know. it seems like he's becoming a little bit better. I thought the show was really good other than yeah. the footwear. If you block out all the footwear, which was God awful. Good. I love the motifs. Um, it's a lot of traveling, but it was sort of like he gate kept travel. Um, a lot of the stuff was which like, it's kind of ironic to being post Corona where no one's traveling yeah. right now. Or if you are traveling, you're it's a lot of, it's very selfish. traveling. Yeah. Like all of his stuff was like tourist versus purist. Okay. Which was like, kind Locals of annoying, only. like, like, dude, shut up. Like that's funny, like for, for uh, but somebody, at the same time, like it's funny considering Louis Vuitton had its roots as a luggage company. Yeah, um, but I like the motifs. I like the construction of stuff. Yeah. I loved some of the hats. The 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 like city sweaters are crazy, but they're like some of the coolest things I've seen. I think the team at Louis Vuitton is doing a very good job. I don't see Virgil a lot in this. Um, you know, there aren't like screen printed words or anything. Or maybe. Like that on anything. It's an evolution on his point. You Maybe. never know. If, yeah. I got to give a shout out to, to Big Verge, to Verge yeah. on this one. Um, you know, yeah. when you pull off a good collection, you pull off a good collection. Good for you, yeah. Verge. Mr. Ablo. Um, but yeah, next question. This one comes from minor underscore essence, actually spelled E-S-S-A-N-C-E, unlike our <laughs> shopping platform, S-Sense. Uh, most underrated brand. Let me hit you with um, Studio Dardison. Great Ooh, jeans. Good choice. Um, Full Count. They're another denim company. They're fantastic. Um, 
Pringle of Scotland. That's my my ultimate. Their old sweaters are so high quality and fantastic, and nobody buys them. Um, they sell on eBay sometimes for like four hundred dollars. Crazy chips. They do. Um, people <laughs> sell them on eBay uh, for like four hundred dollars, but you can find them if you just have a vintage shop near you for like fifty. Nice. And it's a great purchase. I love my Pringle sweaters. Very nice. Yeah. For me, I got to go random identities. Um, that's kind of like the brand that our Discord actually has adopted and made their own. But the thing is, you have to buy it on sale. It's way yeah. too expensive retail, but they go on big essence sales and stuff like that. I have a full yeah. suit from them that I absolutely love. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Random Identities. If anyone from their team is listening and wants to come on the podcast, we'd love to talk to you. That'd be awesome. So our <clears throat> next question coming from my personal favorite law firm, Cordell and Cordell. Shout out Cole Cordell. Shout out to you, Cole. What in the current fashion world inspires hope that you can be anything? Um, I think just the kind of trend of acceptance for different styles. Um, I kind of have seen an uptick in that near the end of 2020 is there are so many subcultures in the world of fashion, whether it be brand enthusiasts or style, like certain look enthusiasts or like whether it be out of necessity, like wearing a lot of Gore-Tex stuff. If you live in a rainy area, people like to see stuff that, differs from what they wear because it's kind of a breath of fresh air yeah and uh, i think sometimes that's approached with a sense of nervousness or like a sense of putting up a wall like no it's different from what i wear it's bad but lately what i've seen is a real sense of interest and maybe people asking questions about stuff that they don't have anything of in their wardrobe or Mm -hmm. uh, just inquiring more about it and i think that's really cool yeah. Um, I think acceptance is great. And I think that this sounds weird, but COVID has been fantastic for people who are interested in trying new things, whether that's makeup or uh, different clothes or whatever it may be, um, mm-hmm. without having to face the, you know, like, I think high school is a really hard time for some people. And like, you know, going in and just deciding that you're going to do makeup or paint your nails or wear a skirt, whatever that is, um, is really like daunting, right? Like, you know, it's jarring and you might get made fun of or whatever, but I think COVID and just staying at home has been really good for getting people out of their comfort zone and trying new things. Yeah. Um, yeah, that gives me hope. Um, you know, I'm a little bit older and past it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we're in a good place right now as a whole in the world of fashion and uh, I'm excited to kind of see where things go in the next couple of years. Cause it's, I mean, COVID has kind of thrown a wrench into things, but at the same time, there's been so many new creators because of it. And I'm excited, definitely excited to see where that goes. Uh, Saul, next question standout collections from autumn winter 21 milan fashion week i've got a bunch um do you want to start i feel you like start go. you go okay. ahead so um starting off i want to talk about um loeve um jw anderson who is the um wait am i an idiot hold on 
I have to think for a second here. Anderson is the director of, yes, okay, sorry. Anderson is the director of Loewe's design. So I really like this runway. It was a lot of like wide leg or flared pants, um, but the standout piece was it's a mohair sweater or Shetland it might've been that was knitted to a sweater, which was knitted to a sweater and you can wear any one of the three and the other two like hang down. That was really cool. Um, I think that Louis Vuitton, like standout collection. Um, yeah, without a doubt. Um, uh, what is it? Berluti, um, Berluti made really cool knits. Uh, they had like a mohair knit that was absolutely gorgeous. Um, if I can get my hands on that or the Louis knit, I would pay basically whatever. I, it's just so good. Um, um, Dublé was fantastic. They had their models walking backwards for mm-hmm. one. And two, they had them in like this industrial setting where they had actual machinery, like lifting stuff up and like building and destroying, which is so cool, but it must be really hard for the models to focus and also feel safe. So props to them for not freaking out. And the clothes are great. Um, um, I have the in front of me, but like look 18, uh, they look like a big panda which is super cool. Look 23. Um, they have like a staple model. He's been in, I think the last four collections, I forget his name, but I'd love to get him on the pod. Yeah. Um, he was in the zombie collection as well. He's awesome. Uh, Reese Cooper, I think the messaging, I didn't love the clothes or the cuts that much. Um, they're good, but I, I don't think that they blew anything out of the water. Messaging was great. Yeah. Um, y project absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, they have these shirts that are very reminiscent of, you know, uh, One Punch Man, the, what's his name, Garu, the, the the evil dude who, like, hits people and, like, twists their chests. I've only the seen punch. the first season. Hold on. Garu. Of, of One Punch. punch. Uh, I think it is Garu who does it. Um, anyway, he does, like, these twisty punches and, like, destroys people's chests. Um, mm. And they made shirts that are uh, reminiscent of that. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I'm looking through really the looks cool. right now uh i don't know which look it is but um oh no maybe it's not one punch whatever i was gonna say uh, it one might punch. have been ken no. gone okay. oh wait i think it is ken gone whatever um i have my anime references wrong why project always does really cool stuff big fan name every yeah. anime um ambush is really cool um they are not as garish as they were in past seasons but their jewelry is also on, like always on point yeah um, yeah Yoon does a great designer, job with the jewelry i want her on the podcast so bad she's like, amazing no idea um she's so cool um i thought balenciaga was a little bit underwhelming it was cool it's it's a lot of oversized stuff but it's very muted for what i expected i I expected you know something a little bit crazier um i don't know it's cool some of the bags are cool they have like a bathrobe that's really cool if you look at their their catalog look 19 is crazy um, I didn't watch the runway show. I just looked through the looks because I missed it. Um, I don't know. It seemed a little bit less cohesive than other collections. Sure. Um, and then Gucci, I thought was pretty cool. Um, they shot all of their stuff on Polaroids, which I thought was a little bit contrived. Um, but I like their use of unconventional models. They have older people and people who aren't. I mean, you know, every Gucci model weighs like 106 pounds. So maybe not that crazy, but I don't know. I like their staging. I like the shooting a lot. Um, and I think the artistry of the collection was very cool. Um, yeah, a lot of, lot of highlights. I didn't see a lot of bad collections. Like I didn't see anybody flop. It seemed like a, yeah, a good overall, uh, everyone had a lot of time to put stuff out because no one's going outside. Yeah. 
Uh, as far as standouts for me, I thought Raph's product collection was really well done. Um, I'm excited to see where that continues to go. I think Reese Cooper deserves a nod, like Saul said. Uh, I think for, I mean, he's accomplished quite a bit for his age too. Uh, so very excited to see where that continues. Uh, Own Police Isimiyaki, Accordion Boys Rise Up. Um, <laughs> always. I didn't a, love the Issei collection, honestly. I liked the use patterns and stuff like that. Okay. And the monochrome stuff was really interesting because we've seen a lot of color from uh, from the collections lately. Um, I thought aside from the converse, the Rick stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's Rick Owens. It's, you know, it's not my or Saul's style, but we kind of both appreciate it from an art perspective. Yoji was very aggressive. Yeah. Yoji was really cool. I liked Yoji. Yeah. It was a really interesting, uh, kind of a different step. It mm-hmm. just seemed like more scary scary core for yoshi too scary for me and saul um mesa mihara yasuhiro always interesting and fun uh melty air force ones coming soon and aside from that i'm just blasting through my uh vogue runway app seeing who i forgot Oeve was cool um duble very cool and Casablanca, I liked. And I'll end it there. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good pick right now. Or good picks, excuse me. Good picks. Good yeah. picks. Okay. What do we have next? Yes.its.miguel asks How would you go about buying clothes in a small town aside from buying off of YJP and online? Ah. First of all, I think I forgot to say the last person's IG, but oh. it was Transatlantic. It was T-R-A-N-Z Atlantic. Cool. So how would I go about buying clothes in a small town? I do live in a small town and I do not remember the last time I bought clothes in person. <laughs> um, it's all internet, uh, which is your friend because you can find anything there. You aren't limited to what's in your town. Uh, but if you do want to do in-person shopping, thrift stores, excuse me, thrift stores are the way to go. Uh, at least from my experience, that's where you are going to find stuff that isn't pre-curated and just purchased to to meet a demand. Uh, it's going to be like the random stuff from all around. And, uh, you know, it, someone bought every piece in a thrift store for some reason. Yeah. So you think about that. It's like someone bought this when it was brand new. That's kind of cool. But uh, yeah. yeah, thrifting is the way to go. Aside from that, just explore different avenues in online shopping. Yeah. Grailed isn't the only place to go. There's a lot of great options. Uh, eBay is so slept on for being yeah. as big of a platform as it is. I don't know what people's perception of eBay is, but that is where to find some crazy steals, like yeah. all across the board. So you know, you definitely have options and uh, you'll uh, patience is another key. Like, yeah, if you wait, the stuff that you want will come up um, usually more frequently or sooner than you'd expect. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I definitely agree with everything that you said. I just Thank you. be crafty. And honestly, 
some smaller towns, like there's a place near me uh, called Terrytown, um, and they have a um, thrift store that always has like really nice sweaters and, and coats for like no reason. Um, just, nice. just look around, like you'd be surprised by what you could find. Very nice. Um, let's see. Next question from Raymond Johnson Jensen. What is one piece of clothing you wish you could wear more? Um, God. Um, honestly, suits. I, I feel like just sometimes it's too formal and I get like scared out of my own mind, but I feel like you just need to kind of lean into it and not wear it like a dickhead and then you'll be fine. <laughs> there you go. Um, for me, it's my Raf Calvin boots. Those have been worn literally zero times outside, and I'm excited to eventually change that. Yeah. Next question coming from Danny underscore Macy. Do you think Cardi stands will start to wear Rick Owens this year? Yes. Yeah. The uh, That's who I think you're going to be able to resell the Converse to. Yeah. I agree. Next question coming from Angel Two L's Hernandez underscore that is A N G E L L H E R N A N D E Z underscore favorite horror movie. Silence of the Lambs for sure. Uh, it follows. That one's crazy too. That was filmed in Michigan. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. The uh, the beach that they go to. I don't know where it is, but it looks like every beach I've ever been to in Michigan. Like the sand is the perfect color. The lake, like you can tell it's one of the great lakes. And from a Michiganders perspective, very scary. Scary. That movie is freaky. I'm not a big horror movie guy because number one, I get scared easily. Um, but Silence of the Lambs is such a classic and it's more of an, a psychological thriller, if you will, than mm -hmm. cheap jump scares and, uh, like adding a sharp violin note at the same time for the extra sensory terror. Um, that's a, that's a cheap trick used a lot in modern horror movies that yeah. is just, it's a rough one, but it follows is so freaky. Oh my yeah. gosh. I kind of forgot about that movie. It's so good. AKA, I, I kind of pushed that movie out time. of my mind. <laughs> so like what a concept too. Yeah. It's terrifying, like an STD as a, a ghost STD. Yeah. The uh, the horror gracious. of Miami. It's just what's happening everywhere. in Miami. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's uh, funny. Okay. Next question comes from D O N A L underscore dash underscore. Okay. Oh, wait, I don't think maybe it's just D O N A L underscore. I'm not exactly sure. I don't think the dash no, 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 is supposed to be there. It is. I, I got this correctly. Can you Sorry, do dashes so I, in Instagram names? I thought so. I don't think you can. It's it's something that separates. It might be like a, a yeah. hyphen or something. It, there's there's something okay. that breaks well, up. Well, shout out to you, Denal. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> hot take: every fashion trend right now can be categorized as skater. No. False. No. Not at all. Western wear, suiting. Anything Cardi wears? How Anything would you skate Playboy skin tight? Burberry Airy. You ever seen his Instagram profile? He Does he skate in like Rick Owens? He's the, Yeah, he skates in like every 
hyped sneaker plus just wears full rick the whole time oh god he was like skating the dior ones and he skated like sample travis scott jordans and all sorts of crazy stuff okay all right well good for him yeah he is like i think he's he i hope he's friends with playboy cardi because he emulates him quite a bit okay cool um, next question coming from Hannes Lundstrom. That is H-A-N-N-E-S-L-U-N-D-S-T-R-O-E-M. I'm so sorry for butchering your name. Are you guys interested in sewing slash repairing clothing yourselves? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I taught myself how to sew my junior year of college. And huh. it's something I don't do very often, but is something that I find a lot of joy in. Cool. Like like embroidering little patterns. I did that for a while, like in, on my pants or on like the sleeve of my t-shirt or something, just like a smiley face. That was my, by patterns, I mean, I would put smiley faces on my clothes. Yeah, that'd be cool. How about you? I, yeah, I never got into it. I've never been good enough to, yeah. to do it. It's yeah. pretty simple. Like sewing is pretty easy. Like from a repair perspective, you're just looping in and out. But yeah. as far as the more advanced stuff goes, I have no experience but i would like to i'd like to learn how to like borrow stitch or shishiko denim i think that'd be really cool yeah all right so I'll, this one comes from trrp lrrd raft product collection yes or no and why so um the most recent one was okay i, mm-hmm. I kind of wish they did more um i don't know i think that the direction that raft Raph's own label, which he has left, um, has gone a little bit more off the rails than, like, than Prada has. I don't know. It just seems a little bit boring, um, and it made sense with, um, it made sense with like Jill Sander because Jill Sander does very like simple like neat mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know though. I, I wish that it was a little bit more. I don't know. Zingy. Yeah. Yeah. Some spice. Um, I think they might be playing it safe at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited for it. Like it's like finding out two of your favorite artists are going to tour together and like maybe the first couple concerts, they don't quite have the flow down, but then it starts getting good. Yeah. I, all right, so I'm looking at the looks from the fall 2021 menswear. I really do like the suits that look like they have the their sleeves pushed up, but that's intentional. Mm-hmm. But I don't like, I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't scream like Raph Simmons at Prada to me. It's it's a lot of like very oversized stuff and it looks yeah. a little comical. I don't um, think it's quite where it needs to be yet. It looks, I, I hope this doesn't sound condescending, but it looks a little bit cheap in some of them. Like the leather- sure. I'm sure it's high quality because it's Prada, but it, it, you know, like if I saw it on the street, I'd be like, H&M? Yeah, not H&M, but just like, I don't know. I I want more. I feel like there's so much history at Prada and it's playing a little bit safe. I I like the set piece. I like the colors. I just, I don't know. It's something about it didn't click. Sure. Sure. Like if you compare that to his debut at Dior, like Dior was so much more impressive. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But next question, our second to last, do you think capital fleeces are worth the price point trying to get into the fleece game? Thanks comes from 1990 underscore 830. No. 
no fleece should be retail for a thousand dollars. Agreed. <laughs> get a get a Patagonia, and just I mean, if you want like a fancy fleece, a Patagonia Retro X is two hundred dollars and is like expertly made and has a lifetime warranty. Um, all of Saul and I's Patagonia fleeces are reps. There may or may not be great reps of the Patagonia or not the Patagonia, the capital fleeces. I might've said Patagonia earlier. I meant capital. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, I'd much rather spend $40 on the fleece that looks the exact same than a, a G and just say, Oh, it's, but it's real. But my capital jeans are real. So, hey, flexing. Um, but no, I don't think they're they're worth the price point. Saul, final question for this evening. Psych, final three questions from the homie Darius Haft, Darius.haft7 on Instagram. Rapid fire season. Actually, some of these take a little longer to answer. But first question, Saul, what is the worst experience you've had with a piece of clothing you purchased? Amiri jeans, I just like couldn't put them on. <laughs> um, my milk crate blazers, the first time I wore them, gave me blisters all over my feet because they're a size oh. too small. But then oh. the leather like stretched to my feet. God. Okay. It's a process. Well, yeah. I got to break in my bass regions. Those, those, those take some time. Use your shoe yeah. trees. Yeah. That's Did they come idea. with shoe trees? No. Use shoe trees on them or else they're like impossible to get into. It makes it 10 times easier. Oh, no, I can get into them. Just the backs just like destroy the backs of my feet. Yeah. Yeah. Are they rubbing when you wear them? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're Slightly. too big. No, it's like when I step down, the back like shifts up like a, you know, an eighth of a millimeter and oh, it just okay. rubs. It's like, Are you it's wearing a socks? Very, yeah. Okay. It's a very hard back and I don't wear very thick socks. No. Um, yeah, definitely recommend shoe trees for getting into them also. Okay. That helps a lot. Okay. Um, if you had to design the gear for a brand new football team, what would you design? Um, brand new football team. All right, they'd be called the um, – I'll take the, the Krakens, um, and it would be purple and gold with – uh, white trim and it would look like um, it'd be like a lavender with gold helmets sweet yeah what about you the crazy frogs uh, like poison dart frog pattern Ooh, all okay. over the helmets jerseys um, jerseys maybe like like a like a deep gray blue with the poison dart frog pattern on the shoulders mm-hmm and then just, I mean, Nike or Adidas or whoever did the, the cleats would have a field day with uh, the patterns on the cleats. Uh, helmets would go crazy. Maybe um, all the mouth guards would be pink and have like a connection to the face mask. So it looked like a frog's tongue sticking out. Um, like the rubber strap that connects the face mask. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. <laughs> and um Aside from that, if if the refs will allow it, visors that look like a pair of frog's eyes. Okay. I like it. 
So shout out to the crazy frogs. Uh, I hope I get picked to be your uniform designer. Are you getting like Juju and, and uh, to do social AB? media? He'll be our social yeah. media intern because his football career is clearly over. Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Just after sheer embarrassment. Yeah. He's a great player, but oh my gosh, the the TikTok thing just was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, third question from Darius. What is yep. the best vinyl you own? Um, it is best hits of ABBA came out in nice. 1970, like nine bangs every time. Classic. Um, mine for sentimental reasons is mm food by MF doom. Ooh, nice. John, that is, that's all it, of our man. questions. Yeah. It only took an hour and 56 minutes. Yeah. We got through. It's pretty quick for us. We are not done though, John. That we are not. So we have a few more segments, two more to be exact. First one is Song of the Week. With the new season, John, we have created a new playlist that is called Pair of Kings Season 4 cover art Whoa. coming soon. We will Whoa. discuss that and then figure it out. I'll probably make some knockoff designer thing tomorrow. We'll figure that one out. But this is a place where John and I will suggest a song. Uh, we will add it to a playlist and you will be able to see ours as well as all of our guests' recommendations on one single playlist. Go like it. Go tap in. It is Pair of Kings Season 4 on Spotify. John, what is the first song in the, in the official timeline that you are recommending? Yes. Um, I am going to recommend a song by, I believe it's pronounced Misk. It's M-Y-Y-S-K. Okay. And the song is called Spectral. Um, it's a really interesting, it's like light electronic music. There's no words spoken. There's some, probably some human voice for like echo effect. Yeah. Um, really, it's kind of a hard song to explain. It's like a happy field full of robots. Uh, I heard it watching a climbing video, like a rock okay. climbing video, and it fit very well with the video. Um, I like it. Thank you. Saul, what is your pick? Uh, I got a classic for you, John. Let's hear Babushka it. Babushka by Kate Bush. Ooh. Do you know it? I do not. Banger. I added the, the 2018 remaster. But okay. It's a great I'll have to song. check it out. I think Donkey made a joke about it in his best music videos of all time. And when I watched it back then, I was like, that song's stupid. What is Babushka? <laughs> Listen to it unironically because I'm a big Kate Bush fan now. Banger. Classic. I need to I need to check it out. Did you see uh, Donkey's Game of the Year this year? Yeah, just Super came Mario out. Brothers Two. Super dude. Mario Brothers Two, baby. <laughs> game of the Year. Most consistent thing of my life is Super Mario Brothers Two winning. Winning Donkey's Game of the Year. Yeah. Did you watch the video for his Game of the I Year? I did. I'm kind of so- surprised that and it just ended. Um, was Red Dead 2020? I thought it was Red Dead. I was in college when Red Dead came out. Red Dead Two. Yeah. Red Dead, that's what I meant. I was in college when Red Dead 2 came out. So it was definitely not 2020. Yeah. Okay. I think half of his games were from years past. Yeah. I mean, there weren't many games that came out in 2020. It was like Hades and that's it. Yeah. Hades. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of what else came out. Pikmin 3. Besides that, I'm sure I'm missing a million different games. Demon Souls remake. But that's, I mean, that's a remake. Uh, Saul's, Saul's showing me his burn on his hand. You'll hear about that in our <laughs> Thursday episode. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, dude scalded his hand making spaghetti squash. Yeah. Uh, that's rough. Yeah. That's really John, rough. So we got one more, one more section, one more segment. Guest of the week, somebody that we want to come on the pod, speak it into existence. Who do you want to see? Come on the pod. I would like Reese Cooper to come on the Pair of Kings podcast. I, I think like it. it is a fun mix of would be a great interview and also possibly attainable considering he's very active on social media. Mm-hmm. So Reese, what's up? Come on the pod. Let us walk in one of your shows or maybe just do the first thing. Come on. Pod. <laughs> so who would you like to come on the pair of Kings podcast? Mentioned earlier, Yoon Am, uh, director of Ambush, uh, Turbrand, and Dior. She is the jewelry director. Uh, I think she might only do men's. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. She's awesome, though. I, I she's will work. super talented. She went to BU. Um, really? Yeah. So she, cool. I don't know. Maybe if you pull the right strings, we can figure out how to get her onto the pod. But she is so fucking cool. Um, I, yeah. That's, that's kind of all I, I, I have to say. Mm-hmm. She's kind of, it's got a shoe collab. She's got boot collab. She's got jewelry. She's got, I don't she's know. She's done everything. a lot. Yeah. She's super cool. And her fit picks go hard. Mm-hmm. So what else is there? Yoon, come on the pod, yeah. please. With that being said, Saul, we have made it to the end of this episode. The first episode of season four of the Pair of Kings podcast. How exciting for us to be continuing this venture in podcasting closing in on episode 100 closing in on the one month and one month one year anniversary of the podcast and all sorts of fun stuff to come everybody we're really excited um we're closing in on some huge milestones on the instagram on the pod all sorts of good stuff so we're really excited for uh for this season and all the seasons to come after that we're really happy to be able to be continuing to continue oh my gosh continuing to continue working on this podcast wouldn't have it any other way with a john grammatical slip up halfway through there <laughs> thank you so much to everybody for joining us on this episode of Kings podcast it has been an absolute pleasure an absolute honor an absolute privilege that you would come and join us for over two hours listen to us hem and haw and all that good stuff we hope that you continue to tune in. We hope that you continue to join us. We hope that you continue to interact in the Discord. If you're not in it, we hope that you join the Discord. We hope that you had a good time and we hope to see you again. I always am Saul Thompson on Instagram at Saul Thompson, joined by my wonderful co-host. I'm John Hogaboom. You can find me on Instagram at John Hogaboom. Together we are the Pair of Kings Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod, on Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod, on TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. You can email us Pair of Kings Pod at gmail.com. All that good stuff. Please do not hesitate to interact, reach out, whatever it may be. But John, it's all for season four, twice a week, every single week for the foreseeable future, we will be bringing you business as usual. Tom Foolery as planned. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. And Happy season four. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. Happy season four. I love you.